Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. Aguero! He's got it in! He's got it in! Here's Aloisi for a place in the World Cup. I see! Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod, where we ping the lids on the path to punting success. Jimmy Buckley with you again after a small hiatus, and we're ripping right into it today, ahead of another huge weekend of Greyhound Racing at Wentworth Park. I speak of the Ladbrokes National Championship Finals, which offer more than $200,000 in prize money between the Distance Championship Final, Race 6 at 7.47pm this Saturday, and the Sprint Championship Final, Race 8 at 8.32pm. There's only one man to unlock all of the canine answers, punters. The rip-roaring, rockin' and rollin' Rodzilla, Rodney Newell. Welcome back, mate. Bucko, great to be in the seat, mate. And let me just say, what a, what a great job you're doing with the podcast here, mate, across <laughs> all the sports. You are just the most versatile individual mate how does the wife put up with you at home you're just an absolute <laughs> sports fanatic and mate yeah the, the seat's still warm great to be here Nah, thank you rod i appreciate it really good to have you back in and you're right it is uh, there is plenty of sport going on at home all the time and yeah she's good actually she's really jumped on the afl wagon this year which is fantastic considering She's from Argentina originally, so there's no, not a great deal of AFL over there, but uh, she's really taken to the Geelong Cats, and they're giving her a pretty good ride so far. Well, mate, any time we can get someone from another country into our sports here is great, and for all the podcasters out there that probably don't know, Bucko's a, an admiring uh, wannabe chess player, so, mate, <laughs> is there anything in way of sport that you don't do? It's, <laughs> mate, it's amazing. Yeah, chest punting is the way of the future. We'll have to get to that. Look, quick recap. Uh, we had you in a couple of weeks ago, mate, and you steered us into Super Estrella. Gee whiz, that was a, a fantastic win. Just completely pinged the lids and it was game over. Yeah, look, I was um, ecstatic to tip her, as we'd spoke in that prior podcast. She's just really gone to another level. She had been a classy bitch for a long time. That elusive group one is still out of her reach. She's She's been close on a few occasions and to win the New South Wales version of it in the uh, emphatic ver- version and way that she did, I don't think David Smith would be um, would be losing any sleep coming into this final. She was um, she was a good price. I hope everyone got a slice of that two ninety three dollars. And we watched her go straight to the front and run a time that was just absolutely extraordinary. So um, let's hope she flies the flag for New South Wales again this week. I don't think I've ever seen a dog start that well she was fair him about five lengths in front after 20 meters that was incredible we'll touch on her a bit later on of the other two races that we spoke about last time the sprint final where you had two of the three in the trifecta and poor old zipping maserati just uh, a bit slow out of the gates again yeah look i've I don't like to say this because I'm a fan of Zipping Maserati, but I think we can put the line through him at the moment. Um, there's just something about him that, that that's gone amiss. He's he's gone a little bit sour. His box manners are costing him um, terribly now in his races, and until he can sort of find that form again, he may need to go away from Wenny Park. I think that's the problem. Sometimes dogs can get knocked about there and the confidence is, is completely taken, so that's a concern. Uh, Bandit Ned, even you spruced on that at the 10-1 that he was the value, and... Um, 
you know, his his run to to run second was it, it was a fantastic run, and I don't think Jody and Andy Lord would have been too disappointed. Yeah, that was that was an incredible performance, I thought, from Simply Ned. The other one on the night, you tipped us mortified. It didn't quite go okay, but Rod, it pays to stick with these dogs sometimes. Yeah, um, as we spoke about uh, just this morning. I'm still very much in touch with this camp, Chris O'Brien and Gary Carroll, who has a great association with Chris. She bombed the start terribly, and and Chris and Gary had spoken about the fact that um, upon watching the replay, she she actually came up with her worst manners in the boxes, and she missed the kick by probably 10 lengths. Um, The replay clearly showed even down the back, um, she found probably trouble on three occasions and uh, crazily in in the most uh, weirdest fashion she continued to chase and finished second in the race it was just her name's mortified it was mortifying that she actually could even run second she probably should have finished 30 lengths last then came out the following Thursday night in a million dollar chase seat at Dapto at luxurious odds of nine dollars and um, she won a bit of a mixed up race but I know Chris has got a massive opinion of her I hope that people that did follow her in the podcast leaned up on her again and, and put some cash on because that 8-9-1 to one on Thursday night there was extremely juicy and you would have got a, a good a good portion of it. Left a few of the bookies quite mortified, I would imagine. Look, um, <laughs> Absolutely. So big, big night Saturday, Rod. And like I said, both of these races are worth over $100,000 in prize money, which is just fantastic to see. The National Sprint Final, Simply Limelight, comes up your favourite there after after winning the race a couple of weeks ago that we've discussed. $2.80 with Neds at the moment and gets box one again. Uh, and just running through the rest of the field here in box number order, Dusty Burbsky, $6.50 out of box two. Good odds cash gets a run, $4.40. Moves from box eight to box three this time. Throttle, box four, $6.50 with Neds. Number five, Fly for Tricks, $34. Number six, Magical Cindy, $34. Number eight, McInerney, $11, which means, I believe, Bandit Ned gets a run. Number nine, $6.50. And then your emergency there, number 10, is going to be Ritter Donna, $10. What do you make of this field, Rod? Uh, look, it's a very good lineup. There's some dogs in there that are, uh, you know, going to be potential superstars further on down the track. I'm, I'm, I can be uh, rest assured of that just with the talent that's on display here. As I had said in the previous podcast in the New South Wales edition of the final, even though I had tip zipping Maserati on top, I did say that Simply Limelight was definitely the dog to, to beat. And that was a mixed up final, but he was too good for him there. I'd probably put them on top here, one, nine and three. I'm going to put Simply Limelight on top. Has won 9 of 20. Did go around in a free-for-all field at Winnie from box 6 with a, a vacant box and ran 29.62. And he's going to run into some of those dogs that, are, that it ran into there um, on that night. So he's definitely the one to beat. Dusty Burbsky from Victoria, probably the up-and-coming runner in the field. He's definitely a, a highly potential dog in the Tom Daly at Kennel, who are obviously an astute uh, racing family. He's only had 27 starts, so he's, you know, that's not a lot in dog terms. He's never seen Wentworth Park, and unfortunately, he is a wide runner. So this, you know, probably even creates more of a uh, perfect landscape for Simply Limelight to punch up on the fence. Good odds cash, the million-dollar chase finalist. Well, 
Oh, I've just put her in the forever bridesmaid category. Yes, she did win a, a Group 2 Maitland Cup, but she just seems to be always in trouble in, in major races. Um, you know, She just seems to be the unlucky dog all the time. Although I do think she's nicely boxed here in Box 3, but once again, with Dusty Burbsky drawn on the inside, she probably will get pushed up the track. Throttle in Box 4, the Western Australian runner for Christine Robardson. This is a highly talented son of Western Australian champion Weston Augie, who I suppose a lot of breeders wouldn't look at because he's Western Australian bred and would think don't want to use a Western Australian sire but this young bloke Throttle has been an absolute superstar in uh, WA. 19 starts for 10 wins and 4 placings and in the Western Australian final of the ver- version that was uh, uh, run the other week, he ran a blistering 29.60. And for a young pup, that time is just it is unheard of. I really do hope that Christine Robartson can get over here in time and allow this bloke to have a look at the track. Having had good dogs and trolled at Wenny prior to a race start, a post-to-post would probably be brilliant for this guy. So he could be in the mix there. Of the others... Fly for tricks for South Australia in box five. Look, was a long price winner of the South Australian version. I think he's totally outclassed. Has been going around at Mount Gambier and uh, and other tracks. Probably ran its grand final in the South Australian version just to qualify. The box doesn't help. Magical Cindy for Queensland in box six for Cynthia Elson falls into the same category. Was a shock winner of the Queensland version at 50 to one and, and beat local stars there. Impact and Shipwreck who have been absolute champions up there over the last few months. Months. Probably just cannot have a power superstar. Was the New Zealand representative? It's scratched, unfortunately. That's the box that Bandit Ned will go into, and that probably brings Bandit Ned into the picture as well. Running uh, second to Simply Limelight at good odds in the uh, New South Wales version, so he's nicely boxed. You got to watch him, and then. Uh, We've got McEnany there in box eight, the Tasmanian. Did run two runs back at Launceston, a a fantastic 29.41 from an inside box. Was then taken over to uh, the Meadows in Victoria, so came to the the mainland, so to speak. Ran a respectable 29.81 there, but box eight is the worry. It seems his best form has generally been in, uh, in Tassie off inside boxes. All right, so we like uh, Simply Limelight from Bandit Ned. Who moves into box seven, like you say, and good odds cash for third. Very New South Wales feel there, Rod. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's got a feel about it. I, I think just the way that the um, the state finals fell, the form on the board in way of um, ability to get round the track and time on the track is imperative. But I will say this: throttle is very much a question mark runner in regards to where he lines up in way of ability against some of these more seasoned or performed dogs. But I'll tell you one thing, I don't think Christine Robartson's coming across over here to the East Coast scared. I think she knows she's got an absolute machine in throttle and she'll be thinking she can probably come here and win it. Aptly named too. We certainly look forward to that race. Uh, Now, just before it, and this is race six on the card, it's the National Distance Championship final. Super Estrella, who we spoke about, well, she's come up $1.60 with Ned's as favourite here. And just quickly running through in box order, Saar Bell, number one, $9, no keeper, $19, Gypsy Wyong, $15, Super Estrella, out of box four, $1.60. Number five, Highland Wonder, $101, number six, Days of Thunder, at $11. Moraine Susie at $6.50, and Fantastic Radley, out of box eight, $12. Is there anything there, Rod, do you think, that could maybe take her on? 
No, no. I, I honestly believe it's um it's a foregone conclusion. The only way that she can get beaten is if she brings herself unstuck. And um, champion dogs just don't normally do that. You know, she's a pearl in the million dollar chase. People had to take two dollars even, a dollar ninety, and everyone said, "Oh, you know, the box could bring her unstuck." This, that, and the other. Box is open. She landed five in front and brained them that night. I honestly believe as you spoke about earlier here in the podcast if you look at her final uh, for New South Wales and the way the boxes opened up and she landed in front that type of boxing ability landing four lengths in front before you even get to the turn is something we normally see for sprint races you know dogs or bitches who would go over 300 meters and have that ability to get under a box and and get out and, and get away the fact that she done it at both ends front and back in the New South Wales version just clearly shows that where that question mark was on her over that last 40, 50 metres when she first became a half miler, that's no longer a concern. She's now running through the line and a home sectionals clearly shows that she's an absolute champion stayer. So sixty for me, it's better than bank interest and you better take it because I think on Saturday night she'll even be shorter. And the one chasing her home that night two weeks ago, Zipping Kansas, the first emergency for this one, actually listed a $4 chance with Ned's. Like you say, I mean, probably the only one there that could potentially run her down. But she did keep zipping Kansas fairly safely at bay the other day. Yeah, look, there's a funny backstory to this because I had Kamikaze Kalik as a second reserve in a Young Star Classic just two years ago. And when uh, Bet365 opened up the market, they had her at $4. And she was the second favourite to Jet Jackson, who was the original runner. Unfortunately for me, there were no scratchings. Jason Magri will unfortunately probably face the same peril here. I don't believe that anyone is going to scratch from the field. And he's just unfortunately going to miss out. So Jason... uh, He's been a, a pretty tinny trainer, so to speak. He's had a lot of luck throughout his career, but he's also an astute trainer. But I don't think he's going to get any luck here with actually securing a run in the final. So we're going to keep it nice and simple there. Race six, number four, Super Estrella. Rod, is there anything else on the card that has caught your eye? No, look, I, I, I think we just concentrate on these two races. I think it's pretty easy to take a two-leg haul up and you, you could, you know, put simply Limelight and Super Estrella together. It's going to provide you with a nice price. If there's going to be one knockout dog that there may be in the national distance and, and punters could maybe have a little each way bet if you're not looking just to do, you know, a, a direct line bet into just finding the winner. I think the Queensland Stayer Days of Thunder is probably a real knockout chance and you, you may get a price of around about 14 15 16 dollars her form's been ultra consistent up in queensland and when some of the new south wales and victorian stayers have gone up there to race against her she's shown that she can completely hold her own the one thing we can guarantee with her is is that no matter where she lands in the field in the final She's going to be coming home like a steam train. Her last 150 metres is just absolutely phenomenal. I've seen her in some races, seven, eight, nine lengths off the leader, um, swinging for home, and she just miraculously gobbles them up. So she is the one that if uh, Super Estrella doesn't do what she's inspected to do, you know, she could be the one flying over the top. I don't think any of the others have got the class. Um, Gypsy Wong... Wyong, sorry, um, has won a Group 1 Association Cup at Wenny, but that was some time ago, and I don't think she's the same bitch. Zar Bell, the Western Australian runner, uh, very handy, has won five in a row, but he's another slow beginner, and I think that's the problem. In big races, you need to be on the bunny, and that's where Super Estrella is going to be. All righty, so to recap there, that's race six, number four, Super Estrella to win. 
And maybe each way, Days of Thunder, that's race six, number six each way, Days of Thunder. Currently $11 uh, with Neds. You may get better on the day. And then in race eight, the big one, the National Sprint Championship Final, number one, Simply Limelight to win from number nine, Bandit Ned, and number three, Good Odds Cash. If you really want to have a nice play on the night, roll Super Estrella into Simply Limelight. You get about $4.48 with Neds on current prices there, which which is actually a pretty good price, Rod, when you when you consider everything you've just spoken about and, and the quality of those two dogs. I mean, geez, simply limelight. I, I tell you, he, he comes out of box one again and they just they cannot get around him. No, look, as we spoke about in the last podcast, you know, we mentioned him as this, you know, this big 35-kilo Hulk. And on Saturday night when he went round in the free-for-all, bookmakers were willing to take a risk and they threw a price up because some of the other runners had been in form. He probably wasn't well boxed out there, but I think what is the big catalyst with this dog is that somewhere in his mind, he now thinks that he's a champion. He knows that he's a good dog and he's now finding ways to work through fields and still win. And that's what separates your very good dogs and who have ability and can run trial times to, you know, emulating that on a race night when you're up against seven other dogs. People don't understand with Greyhound Racing, one bump or two checks at this type of level, that can be two or three tenths off your ability to then what you run. It's then basically near impossible to pick anything up that's in front of you. You've got to be really skilled. And uh, I feel happy for Peter Rogers. He's um, he's a battling trainer. It's fantastic to see him with a dog like this. He really is a very humble bloke. And um, it would just be nice to see a, a real um, sort of hobby trainer of the sport have, have the success out there at, uh, at Wenny. We certainly look forward to another huge night of racing there at Winnie Park. Rod, thank you very much for coming in once more. It's been a pleasure, as always. Pleasure, mate. And just a a plug to Ladbrokes, who are corporate sponsors with us. We obviously do a lot with them. And with the GBOTA out there on race night, first 1,000 punters through will get in for free. Free race book and a fifteen dollar food voucher there. That's that's you know, that's worth the night out itself. In the good old days, fifteen dollars would have got you two kebabs, but it'll get you one and a half and you know, you'll just have to chip in for the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful night out, Rod. Thank you very much. We'll be back again on Friday morning, but until then, happy punting.